Yes, Villa fans, we are rocking and rolling now. We're in steamroller mode. Um, absolutely. What a performance. What a win. Three points off sixth place now. Top of the form table since Unai Emery's come in. What's your voice, Luke? <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know what else I can say about Unai Emery. So we'll, we'll start with the game first. What an, another away performance. You know, I was at St Mary's watching the villa in complete calm. There was no drama. There was nothing. It was pure calm watching our team go out and boss possession, you know, knock it round at a, a good pace, um, you know, and mopping stuff up when we needed to and, you know, looking looking lively on the attack as well. And just, it's absolutely brilliant. You know, he's got three away wins in a row now. Um, you know, the form since Unai Emery's come in has been absolutely fantastic. He's got a new chance, which is absolutely amazing. So <laughs> that's one ticked off now for, for Villa Park. So we've got a new chance. And yeah, Ali, your thoughts first, and then we'll, we'll get into it. So, Ryan... Take it away. I would just like to raise my beat to you, Mr. Robinson. <laughs> On a day of curse, he's been broke. The third kick curse was busted, smashed out the window. And more importantly, the Robinson curse was blew away. <laughs> he has finally seen the Villa win a Premier League game away from Villa Park. Well done, Mr. Robinson. Do you know what, though? Do you know what? I was sat there as the clock was ticking away into a... 90 minute mark, and I was just thinking, <laughs> What do you do when you win away? <laughs> what, what, happens? what happens next? <laughs> what happens at the and then, and then we all just start bawling out St. Mary's, just singing, and you know, oh, it's class, it was class, yeah, it was, you know it I was, mean? it was a dominant performance, wasn't it? Um, when, when I got to the when I got to the ground, I um, I was walking up the coach, where well, all the villa coaches were, and I was like. This is where me and mine did that fan cam walking out of here. And then, you know, next time we're walking out, we're like in raptures, you know, singing Unai Emery. And yeah, it was class. The difference, the difference between them two games. Oh my God, we're, we're just in a completely different place now, aren't we? We are just on the up, man. I feel, feel absolutely buzzing about this. And I'm going to celebrate it. Don't care what's around the corner, if you have a loss of form or whatever. The here and now. I'm on it. I'm celebrating tonight. I'm loving it. Um, it was a dominant performance. You know, you think about the Saints. Um, there was on a high, weren't they? They'd, they'd won three in a row. And I think back to my, my match preview thoughts and, like, I was wondering how we'd approach this game because I, I did feel we were favourites and, and I fancied us and I thought this is a game we should be going and winning. And I was intrigued to see how Emery would set up, but it weren't. It weren't like the last two away performances against Brighton and Tottenham where we, we sort of like um, soaked up pressure. You know, we, we was within ourselves. We looked to counter. This game, we was dominant, weren't we? We was dominant from the off. We, we rocked up there at St Mary's and went, this is how we're playing today. You know, 75% uh, possession, wasn't it? Or something like that in the first half. That is unreal for an away, away team. And 
we were solid in defence, the midfield, the double pivot, it was it was great. Buendia, full of tricks and ideas. A little bit too for us up front, the first half. But second half, again, we just carried on. We carried on that momentum. Um, you know, that momentum chart that you normally bring up in your debrief, Luke, that's just going to be full of Villa because it was just relentless, wasn't it? And eventually we, we, we get the breakthrough. Um, you know, the Saints did have a couple of goals ruled out. Um, it was offside. Um, we've seen Mings, haven't we, talk about how they celebrate offsides now and how they're working on it in training. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pleasing to see that that is coming off. Um, and then obviously the VAR goal, which was, it was a, it was a foul. It, you know, he trod on his ankle before he pushed him in the back. The, the push was soft, but, you know, the, the, the step on the Achilles was, was blatant. It was clear as day. Um, and apart from that, really, they didn't really have much much opportunity to, to really hurt us and then we take our chance like we have been doing in every away game we? when we get that sniff and that opportunity um, Watkins with that bullet header and the limbs in the away end it was right in front of you wasn't it Luke and uh, I thought I thought Watkins deserved it I thought first half his, his hold up play working with his back towards the goal was good and then the second half he gets his reward and you know, there's pressure on him at the minute because he looks around and he's the only striker in this squad, isn't it? So all the pressure is on him to, to produce and get the goals at the minute until until we get that um, support in. So that was uh, that was very pleasing as well. Yeah, and I, I sat right behind the goal, right in the middle of the goal. And I love sitting behind the goal because I feel like you have a clear view of positions, movement, runs, everything. I love it. And... I could just see everything. I, I've criticised Brendan, and I think he had a really, really good game today because there was times where he was popping people off on his shoulder and bumping people off. And, you know, I thought second half, he really turned the screw on that game. And I felt like Brendan was the one that, that gave us that momentum in the second half. Um, I thought the centre-back, the defence as a five, is, is so solid now. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. The double pivot is great. Um, and I just thought it was, a, you know, we, we spoke about what we expected going into the game. And I think now we're starting to understand the memory side and understand how we're playing. When we do a preview and we say, what do we expect? We sort of saying what, what we feel like the team's going to play like. And I think if you were to watch that preview that we did and, and watch that game today, it's exactly what we said. Keep it tight Half time, if it's nil nil, you said it, Justin. You'd be absolutely buzzing. Grow into the game in the second half, which is what you said. We scored about the 75th minute. I mean, we yeah. literally said the game plan in the match preview, and that's because we understand how this team are working, and we're now seeing what we do away from home. And it was a, it was literally a perfect away performance because we kept a clean sheet and the game plan was executed from the first whistle to the last one. So, fair play, Villa. Justin, how did you see the game? Pretty much as you've just said, to be honest. I thought it was um, pretty much the perfect away performance, wasn't it? You know, coming off the back of a few positive results for them, we knew that they'd be, let's try and start positively. And I thought they knocked it around okay. In the first sort of 15, 20, we were just, you know, feeling our way into the game. Didn't really give them any possession, didn't really give them any chances. And it was a little bit, it was quite 50 50, wasn't it? And then we just slowly then just 
gathered momentum in that first half up until like up until the point when the drone came over yeah. and it stopped. And and, and we were that, massively... That you filming fan cam yeah. footage, was it? Like? Right, it Steven Gerrard. It was Gerard with a drone, wasn't it? It's the new concept. We've got to come in drone cam. <laughs> drone cam. Yeah, up, I mean, I, it, <laughs> it was a shame because I felt we were going to score at that point. You know, we, we got that free kick, didn't we? I thought we were going to get something here. We're going to get something. Then it all stopped. But oh, the momentum we were building up to that point was it, it's perfect. Like we were saying, like I said in the preview, like you just mentioned, Luke, quieting down the home fans. Don't give them anything to shout about. We didn't. Kept it tight at the back, perfect. Midfield control the game, great. Only thing that was lacking the first half was that cutting edge, really. And but but I don't think that massively matters as long as you're controlling the game because we all could see that there was only uh, going to be one team going to win it, barring a, a disastrous sort of, which almost was their goal, wasn't it? Because it was a bit of a deflection and something out of nothing. I thought both VRR decisions were absolutely spot on. Hundred percent, it was a foul on on uh, Ramsey. Oh, the I were... seen this yet though. What did yeah. Ramsey have a penalty shout in the first half? He had, he had he had two. Um, the first one, when I seen it in real time, I thought that's a pen. But yeah, he oh, did, did sort of, yeah he did sort of get fingers on it. But the second one to me looked a lot more blatant because he'd it, it rolled him and the defender clips him. So for me, it it, it did get looked at. And the, you know you get the check complete and stuff like that. But um, for me, the second one looked a blight, blight and penalty. To be honest, yeah. Well, I, I suppose it wasn't clear and obvious. That's that's the the metric they used, isn't it? And and I think when they scored, you saw the reaction of all of our players, you know, running straight to the ref. They could all see that Ramsey had been impeded at the back post. And when you watch it back, it's pretty obvious because yeah, there's two of them going for that ball. You can't push someone. No, you know, I mean, there's two know, of them. Um, you know, it's Louise got a yellow card for his uh, pleading to the referee. The and then, the, the ref, and then yeah. got over, to, yeah. And so he got his yellow card. The decision got overturned, but then his yellow card stays. Yeah, it's not. And then yeah. they might be able to appeal that. But I thought it was definitely um, a foul because if it, if it, if he's not pushed him or impeded his foot, he, he gets a clear, you know, chance to head the ball away and, and he doesn't bring the ball down. They don't create that chance. So it was the correct call, you know. You can say it was, it was, you know, was it marginal? No, it, it's the right call. You know, and the ref took very, very small amount of time once he got taken over to the um, to the screens to make the decision. So that that even more makes my mind up, to be honest. And then and then the goal, you know, we, we get the goal in. It was a good finish, nice, you know, set play again, nice ball into the box. You know, Ollie Watkins times his run to perfection. Never a doubt for me that it was it was offside. It was perfectly time run, uh, and he finishes it well. You know, he is under a bit of pressure. But for me, if I'm Ollie Watkins, knowing that I'm currently the only striker at Villa, I'm going to I'm gonna flourish on that. I'm going to know I'm playing every week now. I'm going to know I'm the main man. And I'm going to know this is my time now to shine. So I'm hoping, you know, he really grasps this opportunity now and, and, and goes forward. But overall, outstanding performance. There wasn't really... Barring maybe an extra goal, you couldn't, you couldn't have asked for any more. Keep a clean sheet. Back five are outstanding. Marino looks you know, second game, first start, outstanding. Ashley Young t- continues to defy, you know, his age. The two centre halves phenomenal. They're really purring back to probably near their best now. Mm. The double pivot, you know, that we've been 
waxing lyrical about them too for a long time now. And I agree with you. I thought Buendia had probably one of his best games of the season for yep. me, you know, up until so. the 69th minute when he came off. He was doing all the things you want from him. Yeah. And he was strong on the ball. He was he was tight Showing in tight it, areas. He? Yeah, it, he, he was, was good. He was, there, was a, there was a couple of through balls he played to Watkins, which were like so close. Yeah. And I think one of the things I noticed today as well is that we were relentless and we were relentless at winning the ball back. You know, there was times where I was like, we need to win this 50-50 and we'd win it and we'd mop it up and we just kept doing it time and time again. And it just put so much pressure on the opposition that we were just, we were, we were in their faces all the time. Like any loose ball, we were there and we were like hunting in packs as well. If it goes to the left-hand side, there's three of us, there'll be Watkins, the guy on the left, and then the fallback. If it goes to the opposite side, there's another three. So it it, it was just it was just brilliant. And you know, Unai Emery's record at Villa at the minute is top top quality. You know, how many games we've had? Seven now. So we've won five, drew one, lost one. Yeah. Sixteen like, points from twenty-one. That's it's, that's it's ridiculous. Absolutely. Remarkable, and those players now you mentioned Watkins should be flourishing. Those players now should be looking at this and thinking, He's only just come in, we're sitting three points off sixth, right? And I'm not getting ahead of myself, but I think you have to assess where we are. Like, we're three points off sixth place, and we've got half a season to go. Let's just embrace this now and let's realize that. The summer here for the taking. Like we're a point behind Liverpool and Chelsea. Like let's not look down now. Let's not look back. Let's go for it. Let's <laughs> keep this form. There's no expectation, is there, Luke? So we can just keep doing what we're doing now. Just one game at a time, enjoying, enjoying. Just no pressure. Just one game at a time, and just focus on that. We, we haven't got to look at the bigger picture. We just focus on the next game and the next game and the next game. And, because and let's, let's see where we are. Be, you always want to be the team that's reeling teams in. You don't want to be the teams like Brighton that are already at sixth now or Brentford that have been seventh. We're reeling them in now. So there'll become times where the pressure's on them type of teams. So, you know, I, I'm just absolutely, literally loving what I'm seeing from Unai Emery. And then he sticks up that Instagram post after the game. <laughs> you know, can he not be more on point? Like, he's, he he plays things to an absolute T. And it's... um, it, he's, it's a, he's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful brilliant. man. And, and, you know, if we can't enjoy this now, you know, we've had shit times. We've had so much inconsistency. And now we're like consistently doing well, let's just enjoy it and, and see where it can take us this season. Because, you know, for me now, we've got this little free period where, like you say, there is no expectation. So I think for the players now, they've got to be looking at it thinking, you know, like, we can do something. We can, we can really do something. And, and, and they're part of building something. And we've saw with Newcastle out last season where they got on that massive streak of doing well you know it shifts into the next season and, and look where they are so if we can harness and, and, and have a little bit of that um, then it just puts us in good stead and we go into this two week break now like flying so I think um, 
it's such football is all about momentum, negative momentum or positive momentum, and we've been stuck in a cycle of negative momentum for, for since we came up. Really, if you're looking at in a, as a whole, we, we've never really got the engine running purring, have we? But it's definitely, you know, the fine tuning is is definitely on the way now with Emery. He sorted out quite a few of our big concerns and big problems under, you know, the latter part of Gerard's reign, and he sorted them out pretty quickly. Um, he's the squad has been really, you know, sorted out as well this window. There seems to be a lot of Deadwood being allowed to go. My only concern going forward in the initial, you know, and it is absolutely a free hit this season. We have got nothing to lose, absolutely nothing to lose. Take everything, like Ryan said, every single game as it comes on its merit. I would fancy us against everybody. My only caveat to that would be if you looked at the bench today, it was a little bit sparse. We were a player missing because we couldn't fill the bench and we had two keepers. Now, I'm pretty sure that's going to be sorted. I know we're missing Carlos. I know we're missing John McGinn. You know, we're missing uh, we're missing Luca Dean as well. So, and I'm sure one or two are going to come in to supplement what we've got, especially in the attacking positions. We've obviously got the new striker coming in as well. So, as long as that's addressed in the next sort of two weeks up to the end of the window, which is great now, to be honest, that we haven't got a game up to the end, up to the transfer window, they can solely concentrate on sorting out one or two signings and one or two outs. Because if you're a player looking for a club and you're a player looking to come to the Premier League now, you're going to look at Villa as a massive opportunity. You're going to look at Villa with the infrastructure, the the, the fan base, the momentum that we're building, the position we are in the league, and you're going to think, I fancy a bit of that. I fancy a bit of that good time. So as long as we can get the squad depth sorted with one or two incomings, then I, you know, I, was, I said, and I have said, and after the, the FA Cup defeat, I wasn't going to get too excited if things started going really well, and I wasn't going to get too low if there wasn't, because this, as we know, is a period of, of building under Emery for next season. But to be honest... Why not just go for it? Absolutely, yeah, and just see what happens. Justin, <laughs> absolutely, just see what happens. Look, I'm not putting any ceiling on it. I'm not going to say Europe. I'm not going to say anything like that because it could quite easily, you know, after the Leicester game, we've got Man City and Arsenal. So, you know, a couple of bad results there, and things are suddenly. T- let's not get carried away with what we could achieve. Let's just take every game as it comes. Look, that's exactly what Emery will be doing and the players will be doing. Their focus will be solely on Leicester now, getting another three points and seeing where that three points puts us in the league. And if we keep doing that and we keep the momentum going, anything is possible. Just just enjoy winning football games, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And that that away support, you know, we've got a hardcore away following it where it's sellout. It's, it's hard to get tickets, you know, and they've put up with some dire dire performances since since we've been back in the Premier League, really. So, this run of form, three games in a row, nine points out of nine. Incredible. So, I hope everyone that does them hard miles, them slogs, the midweek games, are really enjoying their beers tonight. Do you know what? I think Luke summed it up when he, when he said what he said at the start. He's been today. He's done that massive journey. He's put the effort in. But to be able to sit in them stands and watch the team almost calmly knowing that that team is going to put on a performance. We're not going to win every game. We know that. But we know now we are a match for anybody in this league now. And we're only going to get better. So just enjoy the ride. Enjoy, the thing, the thing enjoy is, Justin, sitting, watching the team and being 
wow, look at what we're watching. Look what we've been served up now. Proper football with a proper manager with fantastic tactics and we see the end result finally. Yeah, I just feel that now, if we are to lose a game, it's because the other team have worked blooming hard to beat us. Cause exactly. There's no way exactly. There's no way we're going to roll over in any game or any game's going to become easy or complacent. You're going to have to work for a result against the Villa. And that's what you can ask for, really, isn't it? You know, you've got you've got to hump so much praise on the players as well for taking Emery's vision and 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 passion on board because you know you, you, Emery can't do it all on his own and, and these players have really really got really got on board with him and I, and I just feel like um, yeah but the this, coaching the, the clear vision just giving these players the the, the coaching the everything there all the information to go out and do it in a great shape tactically beautiful just. It's all laid out to play for them and they're delivering it now. They're, they're being asked to play at the comfort zone, play out from the back. And, you know, this precise passing and knocking it around and switching it left to right and the, the shape and the movement, it's it's happened quicker than I thought, to be honest. You know, it's a lot to take on board and it and it is slowly coming together. But it's 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 good, it's so good to see. And just the reshaping of the squad already, like you say, you know. We've had to go a little bit threadbare now, haven't we? Just to get that dead wood out. And well, I say dead wood, like the player's not suited. I wouldn't say Danny Ings is dead wood. He, he's he no. a cracking player. He's, he's a top pro. And with different players around him, he could have been 15, 20 goal striker for Villa, but it, it, it was the wrong signing at the wrong time and it just didn't work out. But that, he's noticed that straight away. And and, and we've got rid and, and it's left us, left us a bit threadbare, but. It's, it's 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 the best for the future, isn't it? And you know we will get players in to suit the system and and suit the the dressing room and everything. So, oh God, I'm so I'm so excited about the next few few weeks and um, of this transfer window to see how our squad will shape up by the end of that. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So we'll end it there then. We're all just got, what? Sorry, one more thing. Uh, it yeah. was interesting. I saw an interview with Leon Bailey today, talking on Sky, talking about um, the manager. And I think something that I've maybe underestimated with Unai Emery a little bit is he said he's he's a real laugh. And I, I didn't sort of see that coming. He said he's a proper laugh on Emery's. And we all knew that the connect that Dean Smith had with the players. They all loved Dean Smith. We all loved Dean Smith. Dean Smith fell on his tactical side of the game. We seem to have a manager that is actually ticking every single box for Villa. He, he's in tune with the fans. The players love him because he seems to be a really nice bloke and he's tactically so astute and he gets the whole club. So I can't be more happier. I am absolutely over the moon the way yeah. the club's headed and the next yeah, few months. There's, year, there's a reason why. I think he's like signed, is it 19 players? He's re-signed for different clubs. Yeah. And you can, they're like going back to him, yeah. They're like going back to him. Everyone speaks glowing of him. And I was thinking the other day when I was driving home from work, what would it be like if Chukameka was still here? And I just feel like, you know, like Gerard made him turn up to the coach with all his bags packed and then said, nah, you ain't signed your contract, you're off. Mm. I just feel that Emery wouldn't be yeah, like that. But to it's be like, that man manager as well. And, you know, Bailey's yeah. had a rough ride over the last few months with Villa and he was speaking like he, he absolutely loved him. Yeah, so. he's polite, oh, he's a gentleman, he, isn't he? So. Do you remember when um, we was at that... Um, just 14 event and uh, yeah. we were sat there and Unai Emery had just been announced and we were all buzzing, yes. weren't we? Yeah, it was, wasn't it, that night? 
we sat there at that moment in time. We could never have envisaged the next seven games going the way they've gone. No, no. You never think that we would be in the form that we're in right now. And um, yeah, it, it's just class, isn't it? So uh, we'll end it there then. Uh, we'll have player ratings out as well. Um, so cheers, everyone, for watching. Hit a like if you've got this far. Subscribe if you've got this far. Get on this journey with us because it's going to be a good one. And uh, up the villa and up the three points. Up, up the, the villa. villa.